0: No chance.
1: What's up, everybody? Episode 48 of the No Chance Podcast. As always, your hosts, Ryan and Nate. Thank you guys for listening to last week's episode. We really appreciate it. We would say that we're getting paid on a weekly basis, but we're really not. We're not. We, not do, not this, at all. we do this for the love. If anything, we're losing money. That's true, actually. A lot of money. Uh, we were losing a lot of money early on. Yeah. It was definitely an investment. Um,. But let's not get into, you know, financials right now. It's not a not a good time. You should start a GoFundMe. Do you, would people really donate to us? I mean, I'll take five bucks. A, we would have to do, like, some sort of, like, subscription service or something. If we started charging for that, the podcast, that actually. people would hate us. We charge there, per episode. There's
0: this thing that... Um, my girlfriend actually told me about it. Okay. There's this thing that this other podcast does. It's, you know... You can donate like a certain amount every month okay and it's like you're subscribing do you get access like to certain things no 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 no. you just do it if oh. you want to but uh, it's like uh, a
1: reoccurring uh, thing yeah I don't think our listeners are willing to um yeah I don't know I don't think we have to, to a go loyal beyond base <laughs> I mean they're getting their shit for free now so why would they, why would they pay you know well anyways Thank you guys. For My listening. Venmo is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening uh, to this week's podcast. We really appreciate it. Before we get into the episode, I feel like I have to remind you guys: make sure you follow us at No Chance Podcast on all of our socials. Follow us on SoundCloud, Apple, everything like that, um, just to see what we're up to. We may or may not follow you back. Probably not. Most a lot ta- of you are weird. Nate's pretty selfish in regards to like who he delegates his follow backs to he's very 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 particular i myself i'll follow anybody back just don't dm me i think that's fair i think that's fair to say that's a good trade-off but anyways um like i said thank you guys for listening to last week's episode thank you for supporting us for the past couple of weeks this week's episode's very very special uh, because we're talking about a topic that i think is i think is pretty important right yeah it's been an ongoing conversation we've been having so i saw yeah. um I forgot his name, I'll give you credit somehow, maybe in the bio of this episode, but I saw a very reputable influencer tweet out. He, he's within the sneaker, sneaker community and all that stuff streetwear. He tweeted out a picture of some person's shoe collection, right? And the shoes had every major shoe release of the past, I say year, Off-Whites, um, Air Maxes, uh, Yeezys, whatever, you know, typical releases. And the caption was, you know, sneakerhead extraordinaire or some shit like that. Right. And his response was, you know, every shoe that he posted in that picture was everything that came out in the past year. Everything. And we're talking every shoe that's been majorly marketed to everybody on social media, on these apps, on Blog, sneaker news, hypebeast, whatever. So it made me start to think, where is individualism in streetwear? Or even in sneakerhead culture. I mean, they kind of blend. They're kind of the same thing at this point. But when we talk about being an individual in streetwear, we talk about being unique, we talk about being ourselves, true to ourselves. Yet, a lot of what we see on social media, which I would say 99% of the listeners are on, we're kind of being... Fed the same thing. Fed the same thing. It, it it starts to become mundane to the point where everybody's wearing the same thing and everybody starts to look the same. So I guess the big question for this episode is, is there any individualism in streetwear anymore? I think yes
0: and no. I think that answer you can kind of use if you ask that question no matter what decade no matter what decade it is yeah um i mean obviously back in the early 2000s back in the mid 2000s a lot of people were dressing the same because that's what was in mm-hmm. whether it was on as big of a scale as we're seeing it now since streetwear is part of the mainstream culture yeah or if it was just you know streetwear heads dressing the same back in 2004 of course so it depends on like what kind of like scale you're looking at things but i think yes there still is indiv- individuality in streetwear but also no because it's part of that
1: like cult like thing where if you know you know mm-hmm. and if you
0: know then
1: we all know we all yeah we all know exactly so did streetwear originate as something that where it was like you're kind of shit out of luck where if you knew about streetwear and the next guy knew about streetwear you were bound to wear or look the same at some point in time. Yes. I mean,
0: at, you know, at some point, yes. Yeah. And somewhat doesn't mean you're going to be an exact copy of, of course. that other person. Yeah. But yeah, I think so.
1: So if we look at, okay, I'm going to use this as a reference because I think this is a, a good transition is if we look at the early start of hip hop, Yes, right? We look at... Breakdancing, DJing, um, the time of like Adidas and Fat Laces, right? You look at each person that had their, maybe their own little crew or um, maybe they were by themselves. They had their own little tag. They did whatever it took to stand out and be different. Yeah. Whether that's, I'm going to wear these laces this way because nobody else is doing that and I don't want to look like the next guy because then I'm not special. Yeah. In streetwear, I would say, now a little bit more than how it was in the mid 2000s to the point where i need to have what everybody else has because that is what is going to give me the label of cool yeah and it's starting to you know starting to blur in regards to what is cool and what is just normal normal every day yeah
0: yeah and i think that's a good point that you brought up like you know past decades yeah because back then streetwear and like all the subcultures that make it up were so completely like distinct Mm -hmm. and there were so many like hard lines you had like the people who were into hip-hop so for instance like breaking djing graffiti whatever like that was like those were like the hip-hop heads and then you had people who skated Mm -hmm. and then you had you know whoever like the people who were like sports fanatics, like they're all very distinct groups. You had like people who are interested in punk. Yeah. But now not that it's a bad thing. I think it's actually really cool, but you see like a big mix of all these different cultures. So naturally you get people that look the same or dress the same or like the same things. Not that it's a bad thing. I think it's good that it's, you know, people are starting to like diversify what they're interested in. But I mean, it does have like its pros and cons yeah yeah. i'd
1: say it's diversified in regards to we have access to more like we can see the brands in japan in europe and if we are interested in them we can purchase from them obviously international shipping helps with that and all that stuff you know what i mean yeah and web stores are kind of like centralized and all that other stuff but the thing that is kind of irritating to me is that Although we have all these selections, right? We can choose a brand from Korea. We could choose a brand from Europe. I feel as if certain—I want to call them gatekeepers. Gatekeepers in the streetwear community, whether that's a hype beast, whether that's some of the influencers that we follow, like a Sean Weatherspoon, or you know, maybe like models, girl models that are you know influencers. Yeah. We follow them, and we almost. We almost like buy into what they're selling. And sometimes what they're selling is what's being sold to them. So good example, you know, those new Nikes that were released, the React A44, what was it? The, the Elements. React 87s?
0: It, the Elements. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So those are being worn maybe like a month before they were released by all the different influencers. Yeah. Yeah. Almost as like a tactic to get people excited about their release. So now they're considered the new cool shoe. I wouldn't say almost. I would say that's exactly what they're doing. Exactly, right? So now they're the new cool shoe. So when they release, everybody feels as if they need to have that shoe in order to be the most current with the the current trends. And that's the thing about like streetwear or just
0: like today's like, you know, we put, you know these people on a, pe- on such a high pedestal yeah. that we think that we need these things to like create some sort of value for ourselves. Yeah. Whereas like maybe before, like in the early two thousands, you kind of just wore whatever you wanted to wear. And that like gave you, you know, you know, not that it gives you value, but like you feel good because like, you know, you're wearing what you want. Yeah. Wear. But so it's, it's I don't the
1: know. unfortunate piece to that is that before social media, our circle of influence was a lot smaller oh for sure it was just our high school friends our neighbors but now with social media it's that person that lives in japan that has a million followers It's literally seven billion other people right yeah in your circle of influence your people that you have as your mount rushmore of people that i love to follow and dress like is a million other kids mount rushmore of influence right so if you follow them and you love the way they dress and you love the brands that they love and a million other kids like that same shit. You walk down the street and you're going to look just like the next kid, right? Because they're all following that one person that's being almost puppeteered by the brands that pay them. It's to almost do like that. a chain because you have
0: a person, let's say like an influencer. Uh-huh. You have somebody that looks up to them. You have someone that looks up to that person and looks up to the influencer <laughs> and it goes on and on. It's ridiculous, and on.
1: right? And it's all being led by the companies with the money.
0: But I think that's always been a thing though, because like, if we talk about like our stories, like for instance, me with my brother, yeah. like he was like, he was the first quote unquote influencer, you mm-hmm. know, like he's the one who put me onto this shit. Uh-huh. And obviously like he was influenced by something else. I just think it's, it's happening at such a faster rate. Yeah that it just seems like it's everywhere.
1: And it is. Yeah. Of you course. know. But um But that's true. Yeah. And, and and it is your next door neighbor. It is still fail it it still takes on the resemblance of how you describe your relation to your brother and putting you onto stuff. Yeah. But now I feel like there's too much. There's too many what's the what's the um the metaphor? There's too many cooks in the kitchen. Right? There's too many people yeah. trying to dictate your life and how you should dress yeah that it almost becomes overwhelming to where you don't know who you are anymore that's
0: very true that's a very good point um i think with social media even outside of streetwear like if you look at it there's so many like outside things that are telling you what to think what to wear what to consume all this other shit and particularly in streetwear it's like this is cool this is not yeah if you want to be cool this is what you do if you don't
1: do that, then you're nobody. And we can name them off the top of, like, uh, like the top five people that if you follow, these are the people that are either dressing the way you want to dress or they inspire your everyday wear. You could, like, model-wise, you could do the Gully Guy Leo, yeah. you could do Lucas Sabah, you could do Ian Connor. you could do... I don't know, ASAP Rocky. You yeah. know, like these are the p- types of people that I know a lot of young kids follow. And they're like, I want to dress like them. Every piece that they have, I want to get next thing. You know, you go down to Melrose and you see all the kids looking the same exact way, dressing the same way. So it's like, is that individualism lost with, I would say like the types of influence that has effect on younger kids because younger kids don't know any better. Yeah. Right. Like obviously we have a, a good head on our shoulders to know what it is that we like and yeah. to almost say like, fuck you to anybody else that tells us how to dress otherwise. Yeah. And it's also due to our financial status as well. It's very true. <laughs> but that actually is like the most, that's like same, the biggest factor. Same. <laughs> I'll tell you another story after this, but, um, that individualism and that identity is almost, is starting to become a thing of the past within streetwear, Don't you think? yeah i think so
0: i mean of course like we said before there's nothing wrong with dressing however you want to dress yeah whether that's like asap rocky or like your friend or whatever like if you want to dress like that then dress like that but But, at the same time like you shouldn't feel pressured to dress like that
1: that's the biggest piece yeah like
0: you shouldn't feel like you have to dress like that If you're stressing
1: about not looking a certain way or not dressing to a certain standard that you want to, then I feel like you're kind of, it's a, it's a dilemma. Like you shouldn't have to have that dilemma and you shouldn't feel, yeah, you shouldn't feel pressured to dress like somebody that you want to be. Yeah. I mean
0: like at the end of the day, it just comes down to like being honest with yourself and like how you want to dress and how you perceive yourself. Yeah. Not so much like trying to dress like somebody else or thinking of how someone else is like going to perceive you um, and letting that kind of dictate how you're going to live your life. So I think that's like the big like that's the main thing. Um, like I said, like we think, of course, dress how you want to dress, but also you don't have to dress like everybody else if you don't want. Yeah. To.
1: And I have a thing against people who want to dress exactly like their idols. Yeah. We all have that in, Here we, go. we all have that infatuation phase where we want to be exactly like who we loved to, yeah. right? Like at one point I remember I used to save hundreds of Google images of Kid Cudi on the red carpet because he would wear the stuff that I wanted to wear, right? Yeah. Like he would wear things in a certain way. What type of jeans are those? You like Type in the the photo on the form like, yo, dude, does anybody, can anybody identify what jeans those are with these shoes? You know what I mean? So I get the infatuation phase, but if that's how things are always are, because I know a lot of people that will idolize certain people and dress like certain people and have the same mannerisms of certain people to a certain point where it's like, who are you anymore? Yeah. And... It's a little, it, 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 it's something that is, it kind of irks me because we all want people to be themselves and you aren't true to yourself if you're acting like somebody else or like a clone of somebody else. Yeah. But who am I to say that at the same time? But I time? think that just comes <laughs> from like
0: us recognizing that we were once that person. Exactly. And like wanting
1: better for the next person. And that's hard. Yeah. That's hard to tell somebody that they're living the life of somebody else, kind of, in a way. Obviously, they're not as famous as them, yeah. but they're trying to. Yeah. And it's a tough situation to be in in regards to streetwear because streetwear is about self-expression. It's about expressing yourself with stuff that everybody else has access to. Yeah. Which is tough because, I don't know if you've seen it, but I, I know a lot of people that are within streetwear that are able to take pieces that maybe nobody else fucks with. Or people look at as like, oh, that's not what's being like, that's not on Hypebeast top 10. Like, that's not the coolest thing out right now. Yeah. But when they wear it, they make it cool. I yeah. love those types of people. Oh, yeah, for sure. I
0: could definitely appreciate that. Uh, yeah. Like, definitely. 100%. hundred, Like, 200%. Yeah. Um, I think it takes a lot of, like, courage for somebody to do that. But also, it's like, why not? Like, fuck it. If right. If you like it, then you like it.
1: If it's not the most popular thing who cares like do whatever you want that's what i appreciate the most is people who who make things cool for themselves exactly or they just like things because that's what makes it cool is because that's it's not even necessarily
0: the product because if you think about it it's not that the product isn't cool it's that like the person that's wearing it makes it cool have because you ever heard
1: of the term big dick energy? Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Like yes. people just have an aura of like, it doesn't matter what brand it is. It doesn't matter what season it was. If it's on sale, it doesn't matter. No I offense to vaginas. <laughs> I wear it because I like it. And yeah. the reason why you like it so much is because I feel confident in me wearing it. And I think that is what, what people don't understand when they follow those influencers is it can be a combination of them getting shit for free, but it can yeah. also be a combination of things that they just like because that's their personal preference. Yeah. And that's what gets people excited about who they are. It's because they have that BDE, that aura. That BDE. That or that BVE, BVE for BDE, the ladies. BDE, BVE, whatever. Yeah, all that stuff. <laughs> but that's, that's the sort of aura that I think that, is what gets people to buy into a particular person. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah, for sure. Dude, like you're wearing something that's not even that hyped. It was probably a supreme thing that was on sale or something yeah. that you just started to wear. And, you know, that's what it is. A good example of that is Tyler the Creator. Yeah. Because he wore everything that everybody disliked printed shirts, all the like, nobody was br- buying his like signature like green hats. Like, yeah. nobody wore a green hat flooded pants like all what are those sandals called what brand is that sweet coke sweet coke like nobody was wearing that like it's a prime example you know what I mean yeah I think like I don't know it's um BDE man it's a real thing it's a real thing I'm at a loss I do, I had to research like what that was because at first I'm sure like, some really weird images came no, out no 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 it was on Urban Dictionary <laughs> oh, okay. but I know like girls were saying that to each other I'm like yeah. this doesn't make any sense <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit confusing yeah. but it's a it's a concept not, yeah. a, not an actual thing yeah. but I think just in general having that sort of that confidence in what you wear and we say this every episode you know have confidence in what you wear. Wear what you like, yeah. most importantly. And don't really rely on what's being dictated to you, whether it's on social media or on these blogs that you go on to. Because, to be honest, we get in the habit of that, too. Oh, for sure. Right? I know. I do, especially. It's what causes me stress to get dressed on the weekends when I'm not wearing work clothes is, like, what... what almost like, what am I? Yeah. Like, what is my fad for the next couple months. You know what yeah. I mean? But let me ask you this though. Do you think
0: being different just for the sake of being different is good or bad? If you're just trying I, to do whatever just to be <sighs> different, like, is that bad as opposed to like doing something because you genuinely,
1: like. I think yeah. it's bad. Yeah. I think anytime you're, contrived in what you do meaning you're doing it for a particular reason other than like your own personal enjoyment exactly then i feel like it's kind of or kind of frowned on frowned upon yeah i know a lot of people that are if you want to call them hippies or you know very into themselves not into themselves in a in a conceited way but just into themselves and who they are and they dress a certain way, and they love the things that they love passionately, without any sort of outside influence. That's cool, and you can yeah. tell with a lot of people. But other people, when they try to be different for the sake of, oh, I don't like what they're doing, I got to do something differently. I got for that. It's it's definitely that person's upon. like more of like a one upper. That's a good,
0: that's a good point. Like but, they're like, uh, everyone's doing this, so I'm gonna do this because. I have to be ahead of the curve and I have to one-up everybody. I'm it's, not saying that's everybody, but I'm just saying there are definitely people out
1: there like that. But there's also a positive spin on that type yeah. of stuff because you want somebody to look at what everybody else is doing and be like, oh, that shit's whack. Yeah. I got to do something different. Yeah. And some people are just competitive. And that's fair. Streetwear is slightly competitive in but a sense. But like, as ugly as that is,
0: that's kind of how things move forward if you think about that's it. That's true. Because... If everybody is content with doing the same shit, then it wouldn't make we wouldn't be making any progress. That's a fact. Yeah.
1: People that are into being better than other people, yeah. Obviously is what influences um the inspiration for new things. Yeah. As so bad as that is. As bad as it is, but yeah. it's also good in a sense. So yeah. if you look at what's a what's a good example of that? Um like Kanye West. Right? Yeah. Al- although he is the pinnacle of new and innovative ideas with how people dress, he's always looking to be like, oh, that shit's old. I'm going to do it this way. Yeah. And you guys are going to follow suit. And that's what you would expect for a lot of people who are trying to influence people, which is the goal, right? I yeah. mean, not just to influence people in the way you dress, but influence people in the way that you think. Yeah. Which is very rare nowadays. Very true. Very true. But... I think that's a good that's a good topic overall, not just for for dressing, but just how how you live your life, life. in general. Because there's a lot of fucked up shit on social media. Very nowadays. true. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people are following suit because they think that whether it's dressing a certain way, acting a certain way, talking a certain way, it's going to get me to be as big as these people. Yeah. Right. And that's cool and all but at the end of the day fads change trends change yeah so it's not really gonna work out you yeah know? i think
0: like like we talked about in the first episode i think the big takeaway here is that authenticity always is always in if you will that's that's a fact like people appreciate authenticity a hundred times more than somebody that's doing things just to do things. Yes. You know, and you know, that's just a fact of life. You know, people, people look at other people who are being honest with themselves and like how they present themselves to the world. And they appreciate that more so than somebody that's just trying to do something because everybody else
1: is doing, you know, what's funny though. And when you say that is sometimes when people are too honest with themselves, it's almost intimidating Oh, for sure. Like when you see Hands somebody down. that's BDE to the max, like yeah. super confident, it's yeah. like, oh shit! Like, yeah, because it brings out the insecurity of, of other people to you the point what? where it's like, damn, I'm I'm kind of being fake. Yeah, I mean, there's a good there's a good
0: balance of yeah, you know. Of course, there's a cockiness, r- you know. Yeah, like that's, there, that's there's, too a, much. there's a there's yeah. a right time and place for everything, of course. Um, so I think it's all about that. I was I was uh, on Twitter the other day, and then I was I was reading this uh, one tweet. It was like, if you go into a meeting and you say, like these this thing, then everybody will just look at you and like, yeah, that guy's <laughs> that guy knows what the fuck he's talking Dude, about. Dude, I was looking at that. And then, yeah. he, and then the saying was like, yeah, it's all about just trying to find that balance.
1: You know? Yeah, are <laughs> those bullshit comments that get nowhere. Yeah. It's Just like everyone gets an agreement. And but, they're like, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah t- okay. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, but, yeah. <laughs> That's such a good insight. Exactly. I mean, yeah, to your point, I mean, okay, question for you then. Yeah. How do you, what do you think for yourself is staying true to yourself? Like, what do you do to stay true to yourself when it comes to, like, dressing? Because obviously, like, I have my my ways, but what are your ways of staying true to yourself? Like, what is Nate's way of dressing that isn't, like, overdoing it? I
0: mean, like, for me, I just wear what I want to wear as, like, cliche and as simple as that sounds whether that's like something that's super fucking trendy or Mm -hmm. something that like i just like because i like and nobody else really cares about you know it it doesn't really matter to me like it could be the most popular thing or no one else could like it but as
1: long as i feel comfortable in it okay that's fair so how do you find out what you like like how do you come across things that you end up liking for me I owe it a lot to just kind of
0: like my roots as like a person and who I am as a yeah. person, like my past experiences, things like that. If I find something that kind of resonates with that, like on that level, then I know I like that thing for sure. Yeah. And of course, like we're all vic- like we're all guilty of it. We all fall victim to trends, which is okay. The yeah, trends right. for a reason. Um, like, but again, like those come and go and that's okay. Like that's okay yeah. to like them. Yeah. You know, but, but I think that's fair. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because if, if, I mean, I'm sure a lot of listeners follow us and have seen pictures of us. So you can, you could tell Nate's a very, how would you describe your, your style? Uh, Preppy? Is that a word?
0: Mm, no, I wouldn't say that. I'm very, like for me. Like I said, I think we talked about this in the very first episode, right? Yeah. Or one of the very, very early episodes. I'm v- I'm very much like a mix of, like, my dad and my brother. So my dad is very much, like, menswear, uh-huh. like, inclined. So he wears a lot of, like, dressier shit. Yeah. Which I do, too. But yeah. then I like to mix it with stuff that my brother liked. So, for instance, when my brother and I were growing up, he would wear, like, you know, just classic, like, streetwear stuff. Yeah. Like, graphic t-shirts, sneakers. Yeah. So I like... I'm, I feel like I'm a combination of them of them both.
1: And and you were kind of doing it before it started to become a trend is because streetwear before it became... Remember we were sort of talking about streetwear becoming a little bit cleaner? Yeah. So you were kind of doing that before it started to become a thing. So you were wearing the, the, the chinos with the streetwear. You were wearing the houndstooth pants with whatever, the colored button-ups, whatever. So... It starts to show, or you were doing things before thing, things started to pop off, if that makes sense. Sure. I'm going to give you the credit. Thanks, man. Right? I'm yeah. going to give you the credit. Yeah. You were the gully guy, Leo, before he even existed. Obviously, he's like 15 sure, years old. man. But you were him before. And he has like a million followers. But it's, it's cool. all good. Don't oh, cool, worry. We're, we're, we're on our trajectory right now. Yeah. I think for myself, the reason why I dress the way I do is because I'm lazy as shit. Yeah. And I like being in stuff that kind of keeps me lazy. But that's sick though
0: because I noticed that sometimes the laziest people when they just throw shit on
1: it's like the sickest thing because they like they don't care. Yeah. But that's what's cool about it is I'm that they relax. Don't care. Yeah. Like I like being in comfortable and I say this to anybody, I'm sure anybody, there's a lot of people that like to dress very dressed up. You know, collared shirt, tie. Marco is is a prime example. He loves dressing up in menswear shit. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, and I know a lot of people love it, but I just feel so constrained. Like if I had to run a mile, not or that I the would, police. or from the police. That's it. I use that example all the time. I love wearing baggy shit because if I ever had to run from somebody, I could do that, and that's why I love wearing like baggy pants or like like larger um just like baggier shit in general is because i just love the feeling also it's just the background from skating yeah because i know a lot of people skate in like tighter clothes but just skating in lucid clothes gives you the freedom to do more and i just like being comfortable so yeah. that definitely kind of trickles into how i dress which is good yeah i mean like
0: again it doesn't matter what it is as long as like you know what you like and yeah. you know what you like wearing whether that's like you like wearing baggy shit or you like wearing like preppy shit, like yeah. me or like Marco or whoever, yeah.
1: like if
0: that's what you like, then just fucking wear it, man. But real
1: question, because yeah. this is a dilemma that I come across a lot of the time, is you'll see stuff online, you'll see yeah. people around you, and they'll be dressing in the current trend, what whatever is hot, right? Say you see, and this was a this was a problem for myself. Say you see like those Air Max. 95 one sean weatherspoons yeah right everybody had them they look so sick on feet you know that's not your thing yeah. i know that's not my thing yeah but you want them because it's cool and it's what's in do you ever have that problem of course when you see like cool shit that people are wearing but you know you can't personally of rock? course that's such a
0: that's such a hard like personal battle yeah to
1: like win because
0: it's like i don't need this and i wouldn't necessarily use it but I want it because like it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. And part of me thinks like whenever I see shit like that I always ask myself do I think it's actually cool or do I just think it's cool because everybody else thinks it's
1: cool? That's a good way to to approach it because Off-White is a brand that I look at as like there ain't no fucking way I'm wearing that. Yeah. But I see it and I'm like that looks so cool. Yeah. And I'm just stuck because Sometimes I almost pull the trigger and spending a hundred plus dollars on a t-shirt when I know damn well I only like it because this person's wearing it. Yeah. And I feel like that's a dilemma that gets a lot of people caught up in their sort of identity crisis is that they don't really like it because they like it. They like it because the person that they admire likes it. Yeah. And that's a weird situation to be in because you start to lose yourself and you start to mirror this person that you love so much. And we kind of mentioned it earlier in the episode, but I think kids are in an identity crisis now. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's, just, it's just an ongoing crisis to where people who don't know themselves lose themselves. There's this thing in
0: psychology, it's called the paradox of choice. Okay, go ahead. And basically what it is is that because you have so many options, you think you have freedom, but also since you have so many options, you at the same time, like you don't know what to do. That is my life. Yeah. That
1: is my life currently because me personally, I'm an overthinker. Yeah. So if I'm not, if I don't plan things out ahead of time, then I'm going to feel stressed out because I don't feel in control of whatever's going on. Yeah. So I plan it out. I make sure things are happening. So when I go shopping, I know what I want. I know what I'm looking for. But if there's too much of too much of it, I'm like, holy shit, I don't know what to buy. And yeah. then I don't end up buying anything. Yeah. It's like basically
0: paradox of choice summed up is we want more options. We want that freedom. But also at the same time, that freedom, those choices makes things infinitely more confusing for us because we don't know what the fuck is going on that's
1: currently what everybody goes through is because not only do we have five different apps that can do the same thing five different news networks that say the same thing we have so many choices that we end up stuck and we are not able to make a decision because we have all this going on around us
0: and that's the thing too that's it's I'm going to create a new thing. It's the go paradox ahead. of individuality. Okay, but go ahead. For 2018, is that we think we're individuals. And I'm not saying, like, I'm not victim to this because I'm definitely part of it. Okay. But we think we're individuals, but actually we're more like than we uh, we think, you know? And, this okay, that's true. not necessarily a bad thing. Not again. a bad thing at all. Not a bad thing. But I think there's just this sort of air of, like, being pretentious and saying like, oh, I'm going to be different because like, Yeah, I I don't fuck with that or like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, okay, whatever. But at the end of the day, there's going to be someone, there's 7 billion people on this earth. There's going to be one, at least like one other person out there that's going to yep. be exactly like you. So, exactly. I mean, let's and not waste f- our breath here. Just throwing
1: that in the air of saying yeah. like, oh, I'm going to be different than everybody else kind of brings you down a notch. Yeah. And the people that aren't thinking that, but are just doing it. Yeah are the ones that are the influencers, are the ones that inspire the people to dress a certain way. So, yeah, to your point, I mean, look, I mean, just take away from this. Just do you. (laughs) Just do you. We should have just, that should have
0: just been the whole podcast. It's just been like, what's up, everybody? This is uh, No Chance Podcast, episode 48, with your hosts, (laughs) Brian and Nate. Nate. Just do Do, you. Just do you.
1: (laughs) Thanks for listening. Thanks for Tune listening. in next week, we'll next week with uh, <laughs> more words of wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> but I think yeah, man, you got a good point there and I think uh, to anybody listening, I guess what we're trying to say is I mean, we repeated every episode it seems. Yeah. And I feel like we're the only advocates in the game that are really just pushing individuality and and being yourselves because obviously me and Nate wouldn't be here if we weren't being ourselves or thinking in a way that was true to us. If we were trying to be like the next, shit, I don't know who else is doing this, but if we tried to be like the next whoever, Ebert and Rober, I don't know, of streetwear. Aren't they movie critics? Yeah, but I mean of streetwear. (laughs) Then we wouldn't be, you know, ourselves. So I guess to that point is just remain true to yourself, do you, blah, 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 blah. You know, you've heard it before. You've heard it before. It's it's episode. You already 48, know what the fuck 48, on. Forty eight, right? Yeah, forty eight. It's, it's, it's been forty eight episodes. You already know that we have your best interest at heart. So just listen to us, and you'll you'll get pretty far, pretty far, not pretty, not, not pretty too far. far. Yeah, probably to to like D level stardom. Yeah, if that makes sense. Sure. Um, but on that note, I think we're done with the whole preaching thing. I think we we've spoken enough on trying to be the Gary V of streetwear. Next episode is like the same shit. (laughs) Yeah. I think we're good, though. I think let's cut it off there. I don't like rambling. So I'm going to hit you with the period mark. Go listen to the past episodes. Go listen to the radio shows. We're going to put that out on. It should be out by now. If if it's Friday, you're listening to this episode. Make sure you follow us at No Chance Podcast. You got any last words? Because I'm done. I'm done talking. Uh,
0: Thanks for listening. Hopefully you took something away from this. If not,
1: That's cool, too, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) If you just want to hear two people ramble, that's cool. Yeah. If you need that to get through your day, then that's good. But we're spitting fire right now and definitely a lot of gems in this episode. So make sure you listen to us next week. That's episode what number? 49 next week. Uh, Oh, sorry. 48 this week. 49 next week. 48 this week. Are you going to be here for next episode or do we got to tell the people that you're not? Uh, I may or may not be here next week. 49 may be delayed, guys. Nate's going on another vacation, but I'm sure we'll get some good stories. So on that note, make sure you guys follow us at No Chance Podcast and we will catch you next week. Have a good night. See ya. (laughs)